Hello and welcome back to Slugcast everyone. Today I have an episode geared towards a few campus announcements thanks to the Division of Student Affairs and Success. We're going to be talking about DR on campus and ending the use of fossil fuels on campus. Stay tuned to enjoy. Okay, let's get into it. The university has sent out a cautionary message to everyone on campus, more specifically towards drivers and cyclists. It's to be extra vigilant on the roads this time of year as deer are in rutting season. This is when bucks are in hot pursuit of mates, believe it or not. So be careful as deer will often run across roads appearing to come out of nowhere as the mating season progresses. Spare extra caution in wooded areas with low visibility, especially at night. But even in open spaces, deer can be running at top speed, oblivious to oncoming vehicles. Now, if you're so inclined and you see an animal in danger or injured, you can call the campus police at 831-459-2231. So to all you listeners, stay vigilant and don't mind the deer. Moving right along to our second topic, the university has released its long-term plan to end the use of fossil fuels on campus to move to 100% clean and renewable energy sources. Last year, our chancellor charged the task force with identifying specific actions UCSC could take to reduce Scope 1 and Scope 2 carbon emissions by 2030. Scope 1 includes emissions occurring as a direct result of the university operations and Scope 2 emissions are associated with the generation of purchased electricity. But we're not alone in our efforts, actually. Each of the 10 University of California campuses and their health centers are required to create a plan to end the use of fossil fuels as well. UC Santa Cruz has received $1 million from the University of California Office of the President to support this work. Here's the thing. The total investment to replace fossil fuel energy systems on our campus is estimated to be approximately $700 million. The DNE plan provides scenarios for achieving a 95% reduction in emissions by 2030, which is considered a rapid pace. Now, broken into 12 phases grouped by campus regions, the work focuses on residential campus, Westside Research Park, and coastal science locations, and covers natural gas like boilers, furnaces, and stoves, and the campus's cogeneration plant, which uses 64% of the natural gas on campus. Over the past year, the task force has held a series of workshops looking at UCSC's existing infrastructure, future campus growth, transportation, near-term opportunities, and financial outlook, and in addition, has held two town hall gatherings to keep the campus informed on the committee's work on campus and the University of California as a collective's climate efforts. It's said that electrification is the cleanest option. One of the biggest constraints is the need for a greater supply of electricity to campus to cover the immense additional load required to move from natural gas to electrical heating. Electrification is a vital part of the new housing and work construction, including the expansion and renovation of Kresge College, Student Housing West, Family Student Housing, and the Baytree Campus Store. Don't worry though, the campus is working closely with PG&E to increase the amount of power coming to campus in order to meet the current demand and plan for future needs. Here's some news. In May, UC signed an energy contract with Sunzia Wind, adding wind to its renewable energy portfolio. The expected electricity generation from this 85 megawatt wind farm equals the total annual electricity consumption of UC Santa Cruz, UC Santa Barbara, UC Riverside, and UC Merced. 
Well, that's all I have for you for now. I'm hoping I'll have updates soon to come. If you want to take a deeper dive into the topics discussed in this episode, you can go ahead and check out the UCSC News Center website. Well, with that, don't forget to stay informed and take it easy on yourself. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!